Okay, welcome in everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are tuning in from around the Bitcoin world. Welcome to the show. I am Brian, the UK Bitcoin master. This is your alternative BBC, i.e. the bullish Bitcoin channel. That is all you are going to get here, people. Bullish Bitcoin content. The idea is to help you all to build that strong Bitcoin hand that I have developed over the last almost six years since I discovered Bitcoin, went down the rabbit hole and stacked as hard as I could back in 2017. So welcome, everyone. Please smash the like button, subscribe if you haven't already. And if you're subscribing, hit the bell button and click all and you'll be notified when I go live. I go live every Monday and every Thursday at 6 p.m. London slash 1 p.m. Eastern time. You can work out on Western time what that is for you. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I just talk Bitcoin. That's all I do. I thoroughly enjoy it. I thoroughly interact uh, enjoy interacting with you guys. So thank you as always for your support. Uh, where are we? Today is the 2nd of March 2023. My goodness. Can you believe that? Where did New Year's Eve go? And here we are into the third month of the year. It's absolute madness where the time is going. But hey ho, we do what we do. They say time flies when you are having fun. And I'm certainly having fun building Bitcoin friends all around the world. If you are on the Orange Pill app, as I am, uh, then do connect with me. Um, that's how you could reach me if you needed to through the Orange Pill app. I am at UK Bitcoin Master as always. So if you are new to all of this, some things that I need to do. Uh, disclaimer, no financial advice here, no charts, no technical analysis, no price predictions, just honest Bitcoin signal. So if you're looking for any of that stuff, you need to go elsewhere. If you're looking for that honest content where it can help you to learn what to do, what not to do, who to follow, who not to follow, etc., then check out ukbitcoinmaster.com where there are 502 videos, as well as including this one, I'm sorry. And if you want to check out some of the interviews that I've done, then go to bitcoininterviews.com. There's some corkers over there, people. Corkers in the UK means there's some awesome interviews over there. Uh, if you're new to all of this, you've got Jeff Booth, Preston Pish, Natalie Brunel, Larry Lepard, James Lavish. Um, Greg Foss is over there. Natalie Brunel is over there. Um, Crikey Gigi. Loads of them. Uh, Geiss one. There are so many of them over there, as well as some of the older ones. Vortex is in there. If you don't know who the one Vortex is, then you have not been around Bitcoin long enough. You've got to search out the one Vortex. He was um, a great dude within the Bitcoin space. Uh, Bitcoin Meister has just joined us. Um, Adam was... Um, instrumental in helping me to build that mega strong hand with his famous sayings that he always comes out with and uh, some of his incredible shows that he put on over the six years nearly that I've been in Bitcoin. So, you know, you can find it all down there at those two websites. Do you know what, though? Most people won't bother. The amount of people that say something to me and then I go back and say, well, hang on, I interviewed that person and I go, oh, I should go and watch that. Go and watch them all. Go and watch them all. I've done it to help you lot 
build a strong Bitcoin hand. So shame on you if you haven't gone through all of those interviews because there's some superb ones over there. Adam Moister in the chat even jumped in once when uh, a guest flaked on me and at a moment's notice, Adam jumped on with me and we had a good conversation around Bitcoin. So do check those out. Last but not least, uh, not your keys, not your coins. If you don't know what that means, then you need to go back and look at some of the older shows, uh, some of the shows recently as well. With all the debacle that we've had in 2022 with FTX and Terra Luna and Celsius and everything else, not your keys, not your coins, people. If you don't own those keys, if you have your Bitcoins on exchanges, you're going to lose them or there's a high chance you might lose them. So get them off the exchange, get them onto a hardware device, secure your seed words, and then literally get on and enjoy life knowing that no one can take them from you unless you mess something up. There you go. Rocky Palumbo's with us. Good to see you in the house, Rocky. Got a bit of a mixed bag tonight, so I'm going to be darting around on the screens. But uh, first things first, hang on a sec, let's get over. No, let's see who we've got in the chat. Say hello to some of you guys, as I always do. Uh, pretty well the regulars, apart from a few. John G's with us, Yorkie Bitcoiner. Uh, UK Bitcoin Farmer, good to see you. Chaz Oid is with us. My lovely wife, Elaine, Mrs. UK, as always, a great support. Stephen Redding, good to see you, sir. Um, Joe Rotniak, and you. Uh, Alexander Higginson, good to see you in the house. Elia Epping, welcome. Uh, Bravo, Whiskey Bravo Mike, as always, good to see you. Again, we've got Bitcoin Meister in, Rocky Palumbo in. Hey, the regulars are in. Do you know what I want to do? It is great that you regulars support this channel. But why don't you regulars go out and bring five of your friends to look at this channel or go and tell five of them about it? Give five of them my channel link and maybe one of them might come over to the channel. That is how we all collectively create adoption, help adoption. If that makes sense. Yeah. Adam says, I know the feeling they, they don't watch it all. People don't, Adam. You know, you taught me listening comprehension when I'm in your chat, when I was in your chat over the years. I would notice that everybody in the chat was talking stupid rubbish chat. And I was just listening and people thought he's probably not there. And I damn well was because I've got listening comprehension. And the challenge is most people haven't got listening comprehension. They don't understand terminologies like, you know, um, personal responsibility being the new counterculture. You know, everybody wants to leave the responsibility for the future in the hands of banks and governments. Take personal responsibility. If you're going to buy Bitcoin, learn what makes Bitcoin unique. Get those great big ears on people when you're on people's shows. Tune in and listen and learn. Because you know what? I was taught many, many years ago, you could watch a really, really, really crap presentation, whatever it is, and if you took one nugget of information from that presentation that helped you personally, family-wise, in your business-wise, then that whole crap presentation was totally worth it. My shows may be crap, but if you take one nugget from them that can help you on your Bitcoin journey then you've got listening comprehension. Vinny Rondo's with us. Kyle Sullivan, good to see you all joining. I'm going to head to the desktop. 
very quickly. Uh, price chart, we are hovering again around that 23K mark. Is what it is. We can't change it. Bitcoin will do what it's going to do when it's going to do it. Take particular notice of this chart since Bitcoin's inception. That's a log chart. So you can see that whilst there's a lot of volatility in there, it is moving generally in an upward direction. And the reason we're near the end of the show, I'm going to show you a graph that might help you to understand why we say Bitcoin is going up forever, tongue in cheek. So the reason I want to show this is because right now, because the price is down a bit, you're going to get 4,299 stroke 98 sats for every dollar that you may have lying around. So don't come to me and say, I can't afford Bitcoin because I haven't got any money because you can buy Bitcoin with a dollar. Uh, because her take profit always not understand, uh, Carl, I'm getting mixed up with the chat again. There you go. Yeah, um, don't take profits. Hold the most pristine asset on the, the human race has ever seen and hold on to it for dear life and never let go of it is my own personal take. I do appreciate that other people will have a different perspective, but for me, holding on for 100 years, even when I'm not here anymore, because that most pristine asset the world has ever seen and known will help my family for generations to come live outside of the realms of oppression, of surveillance state, of <clears throat> totalitarian governments. That ain't for me. And I certainly want to leave, want, I want to leave a legacy for our children and grandchildren that they can escape from that as well. So moving on, let me get rid of this chart. Okay, if you want to follow me, these are all my all my social media addresses. Um, below that, I can't scroll it up. It's a screenshot, um, but it's all there. There's links to everything. Um, and all you got to do is um, go into the show notes. You'll find that link tree address when you click on it. Wallop, all this slot will open for you. But if you do want to drop a tip and you don't have to, and I don't expect it. There are some SATS addresses, and there are also a buy me a cup of coffee with crappy fiat address if you so want to, but you don't have to. Okay, so I've got a little bit of a few news articles I want to cover. Then we're going to look a little bit of a video. Then we're going to come back to some news articles. Then we're going to go into another video. So stick with me. I think you're going to enjoy this one. This video is a little bit longer, but in terms of no price prediction from me, but where many people in the space now feel this is going, you want to stick around. Okay, so nothing to talk about in the article, just a headline. Top five universities to study blockchain in the UK. Now, we know Bitcoin, not blockchain. But the point is, there is an article out there where universities are starting to study blockchain. A noob simply does not understand the difference between Bitcoin and blockchain until they go down the rabbit hole. So if that word blockchain and universities credibility can bring more people, get more eyeballs on Bitcoin and what we're doing, then that can only ever be good for adoption, which is why I am showing that. Again, you know, love him or hate him. Robert Kiyosaki is a very, very, very successful entrepreneur. His book, um, 
Oh, the, oh, it's just gone right out of me. I nearly said Price of Tomorrow. I started listening to Price of Tomorrow again. Um, Jeff Booth, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I'm sorry. Rich Dad, Poor Dad has been on the New York bestseller um, books for donkey's years. So, you know, he obviously knows something, but he's certainly not got his head fully around Bitcoin. And, you know, he understands it. He says, you know, I'm buying gold, silver and Bitcoin. That's not the point. The point of the article here is to point out to you guys that we have headlines that say Rich Dad Poor Dad author explains why he invests in Bitcoin. So you get somebody who's going through these publications and sees that. That's going to make people think, ah, Robert Kiyosaki, let's go and have a look at that Bitcoin thing. So by going into my comments after the show and leaving me a comment, which love you all to bits, most of you don't do, Okay, even hello, aha, or crap program, or whatever it is, it helps keep this video current on YouTube's algorithm. So if noobs read articles like this, they can maybe find my channel instead of BitBoy Crypto's chapter channel for argument's sake, shilling all of his um, crap coins. Do you, know, do you know what I'm trying to say? I'm doing my bit to try and help noobs not get caught down that crap coin route and lose all of their hard-earned money. Uncool hodler in the house. Yo, dude, good to see you as always. And then this one. Okay, here's the thing. IMF and Fed want to regulate Bitcoin, Litecoin and Krypton, crypto, but never ban it, says a report. Okay, let me tell you now. That simply means they want to regulate it, clamp down on it, almost make it go um, underground, offshore, whatever you want to call it, so that they can pro push out its success. This is just me sounding off. Push out years, its success, its growth, to give them chance to get their CBDCs out there, the surveillance coins, their totalitarian government coins, etc., etc. And if you don't believe what I'm trying to say, I found this on Twitter from a British um, tweeter, and I wanted to show it. Now, I actually bank with this company called Nationwide. And he, she, they got this email, and it was in their tweet. We will be introducing restrictions on purchasing cryptocurrency from February the 28th. And to fit it in, I'm now going to overlay what it said underneath this. Dear customer, the Financial Conduct Authority, or FCA, who regulate the financial services industry, has highlighted certain risks associated with purchasing cryptocurrency. Oh, my God, you don't say like certain risks, like leaving your money in the bank in Greece and then them locking it all up and only giving you half of it back and then giving you the other half in Cyprus in 2013 back as useless, almost bankrupt stock in that bank. Yeah, like that. With this in mind, because we want to do everything we can to help keep members' money safe, ha ha, we'll be making the following changes from February the 28th, talking about how they're going to literally cull the on and off ramps um, with this nationwide bank. Now, I've taken steps to work around that, and I suggest if you're in the UK, you do the same, whoever you bank with. Here's my top tip. Use a shadow bank called Revolut. Make the transfer from your standard bank 
to Revolut and then from Revolut into your exchange of choice. Mine is Coin Corner and buy your Bitcoin that way. One more hoop, 20 seconds longer and you will not have a problem because my nationwide bank sees my Revolut bank as another bank and they never stop me moving the money to buy my Bitcoin. Just a little tip for those that are interested. Um, I believe Revolut is global as well. So, hey, you might want to try that wherever you are um, in the world. Let me just get rid of that. So they're clamping down. My nephew, UK Bitcoin farmer in the chat, he's had an absolute nightmare with his bank saying that the money he's got in there is not his him arguing it is, and them saying, if it's in our bank, it doesn't belong to you, it belongs to us. This is what's coming when you've got articles like this saying they're bullish and they want to regulate it. Yeah, they want to regulate the on and off ramp so you can't buy in, get into crypto. And then if you are, you can't get out into fiat. You've got to understand what these articles uh, mean. Okay, so the next article Gary Gensler. Who is Gary Gensler? What is the SEC for those that don't know, for the noobs? Securities and Equities Commission is a body in America that di dictates whether you are a commodity, a property, or whether you are a security falling under their umbrella. And if you do and you ain't done it right, you're going to get millions and millions in fines and they'll even close you down. Now, who is he? Well, you know, I didn't know any of this until I got into Bitcoin. But here's the thing. Gary Gensler, he is the head of the SEC, but he actually taught Bitcoin and blockchain at MIT. And I didn't know what MIT was being a Brit till I got into Bitcoin. So I've got I found a brief clip of him at MIT where he talks briefly about Bitcoin. And I wanted you to have a listen because he he obviously clearly does understand Bitcoin. So let me run this clip from Gary Gensler. So who solved the riddle? Anybody to tell me who solved the riddle? And who solved this riddle? Satoshi Nakamoto. Yeah. So a peer-to-peer -peer cash. This is the actual doc top of an email that was sent out on Halloween. 2008 by Satoshi Nakamoto. And he started with a very simple sentence in his email. I've been working on a new electronic cash system that fully peer-to-peer -peer with no trusted third party. It's kind of a modest statement. A modest statement indeed, and he's disappeared, which makes it truly decentralized. Okay, so now... We then look at what his words are. And if you guys are on Twitter and you're following other podcasts, you've seen this already. That doesn't matter. The point I'm trying to make to my viewers and the noobs finding this channel is that Gary Gensler, when he talks, when he is interviewed on like CNBC and the like, he talks about only one commodity, and that is Bitcoin. Let's listen in here. And many of these financial assets, crypto financial assets, uh, have the key attributes of a security. There you go. We're going to clamp down on them. So some of them, they're under the Securities and Exchange Commission. Some, like Bitcoin.
There you go, like Bitcoin. And that's the only one, Jim, I'm going to say, because I'm not going to talk about any one of these tokens. But sure, uh, my predecessors and others have said they're, they're a commodity. They're a commodity. Okay, you don't need me to tell you that Bitcoin is different. I can do that by ranting on my show. But stuff like this will show you that even the SEC see Bitcoin as different. Even the SEC and the head of the SEC, Gary Gensler, says only Bitcoin is property. Okay, keep that in mind when all the other coins, if you got your money there, all of a sudden get clamped down on. Will they clamp down on them? Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Maybe there's too many of them. There are thousands. There are tens of thousands of them. You know, maybe they won't get round to them all. I don't know. The point I'm trying to make is if you want your money to be as secure as possible, it needs to be in Bitcoin, not crypto is what I'm trying to say. Okay, moving on. Now we come to the thumbnail banner that said Hal knew in 2009. Hal Finney said something in 2009, and that's now being played out today, and more people are talking about this. So back to the desktop. Okay, I found this article, uh, Bitcoin eyes 25% of the world's wealth in new 10 million Bitcoin price prediction. Now, when I got into Bitcoin at 2,000 a coin, I wanted Bitcoin to be 20 grand a coin. But you start thinking, could it really get there? Is it really possible? We see 20K. We see a pullback to 3K odd. Then you start thinking, could we ever see a 50 or 60 grand Bitcoin? Oh, I don't know. Wouldn't it be nice? We all believe it will. We do our research. But of course, none of us have got a crystal ball. Then we go to 69K. Then we pull back down and we're now at 23K. You know, so here I am with an article saying, you know, there's no reason Bitcoin can't hit $10 million per coin. So I'm now going to run this video. This is a five minute video and I'm going to let it run. OK, and I want you to listen to it and I'll interject if I feel the need. It was from a show that BTC Sessions or Benny did um, with um, Nico from Simply Bitcoin. If you're not following them on a Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, I believe um, they call it Simply Sessions and it's absolutely superb. And I found this clip from it and I want to run it for you because it's talking about Hal Finney, and the people today that are mapping out how, in the future, Bitcoin could certainly hit 10 million. And the reason I want to run this is no silly price predictions. But if you think there's a possibility it could even do half a million, the question you've got to ask, is that worth a punt at 23,000, even if it's only a fraction of a Bitcoin? And I would say the answer is yes. And the only wrong answer is if you're on Bitcoin zero. That's the wrong answer. You need to get something in Bitcoin. So let me run this clip. And just, I loved it. I don't know what you guys will think. Here we go. Um, okay, so from Hal Finney in wait, 2009. Wait. Right, in, here. right here. Uh, right here. Great Hal right Finney, RIP. Which, oh, the, okay, that one. Okay. Yeah. As an amusing thought experiment, imagine that Bitcoin is successful and becomes the dominant payment system in use throughout the world then the total value of the currency should be equal to the total value of all the wealth in the world. 
Current estimates of total worldwide household wealth that I have found range from $100 trillion to $300 trillion. With 20 million coins, that gives each coin a value of about $10 million. Now, remember, this was Hal Finney in 2009 when Bitcoin didn't even have a value. Dude, absolutely legendary. And then, guess what? Adam Back. Now, Adam Back's saying this. If you don't know who Adam Back is, you haven't been in Bitcoin long enough. Many people say he's Satoshi. Nobody knows, but a lot of people say he is. Very interesting, very interesting logic. He says earlier this year, I was curious of the claim Bitcoin's 2x per year on average. It checks the decade January 2013 to December 2022. Bitcoin went up roughly 2x per year. If that continues, we'll cross the $10 million Bitcoin and $200 trillion market cap by the, by the end of the next two halvings, about nine years. $200 trillion is how is a Halfin 2000 Bitcoin market cap prediction number. It's a lot. This place is a significant part of the store of value premiums and bonds, real estate, monetary premium, gold, 60-40 stock portfolios, etc. Now, I've cut some clips out because Nico reads all of this thread. So, you know, go and find the thread. Go and find the show and um, read the thread yourself. But, you know, I took some of it out. I'm not sure about the adoption slowing nor the volatility reducing. There are some other factors. The new cycle people, the new cycle people learn to hodl slash stack who over time make it their mission to buy and cold store as um, cold store a, as much Bitcoin as possible, even resorting to leverage. Also, bear in mind, Bitcoin does not have to absorb anywhere near 100 trillion to reach that market cap due to the relative thin trading and hodl slash cold store investors. If Bitcoin really gets moving, it will become harder to get anyone to sell. Given volatility, I think Bitcoin can overshoot wildly and tap one of these 100 to 300 trillion mark. Uh, market caps correct and then regain a steadier adoption over time i suspect people will average entry points relative to the current price won't have much incentive to sell in size so i think things will get interesting over the next two halvings and fast we don't the next two halvings well the next two halvings means he's talking to between 2024 and 2028 people so we're not looking at decades out and I don't know what this is going to do, but he's actually referring to between 2024 and 2028. That's two halvings. We have got two Bitcoin halvings. If you're new to all of this, you need to learn what a halving is before the end of this decade. And we're already in 2023, which is extraordinary. Every 10 minutes, 6.25 Bitcoin are spewed out every 10 minutes right now. Um, that's then going to go to three and a quarter, I believe. Then it's going to go one, one, uh, 1.56 or something. It's going to get cut in half twice before the end of this decade, which is mind-blowing when you understand how much Bitcoin is locked up in cold storage and hasn't moved. And Adam Back is one of the smartest, cleverest cypherpunks there are out there. We don't have much time to scale tech. We need somewhere for the next billion users to own their their own UTXOs, their own keys with censorship-resistant cold storage. That probably means side chains, drive chains as a trade-off, more lightning optimization, etc., etc. So you guys get the point. Adam Back is bullish. And he again, Adam Back is a public figure, and he is the CEO of Blockstream. Now, the next one. 
I didn't realize this, but because Michael Saylor is the CEO of a public company, I believe it's public, he can't voice his opinions, but he can certainly retweet other people's. Of course, though, Blockstream is not a public company, so he doesn't have the responsibility that someone like Michael Saylor has. So you could make the argument if you want to play, you know, the devil's advocate, right? That Hal Finney, incredibly bullish, is part of the Bitcoin you know, project and, and everything that's going on very early. Of course, we know Adam back is a, you know, is a huge bull. But what I find really interesting is Michael Saylor retweeting this. And he goes on to say, Bitcoin is competing against gold, collectibles, art, equities, real estate, bonds, and money as a store value in the 21st century. Jesse Myers analyzes the opportunity and makes a compelling case for ten million dollar Bitcoin, I we don't have time to go through the entire thing, but I really want to focus on the very end because it kind of breaks it down. Bitcoin enthusiasts often make the mistake of concluding that Bitcoin's potential value is infinite. This is true in dollar terms, since there is no limit to the amount of dollar debasement that can occur into the future. The truth is that Bitcoin stands in relative competition with other store of value assets, all of which have unique value propositions. A wealthy individual is not very likely to sell their mansion or their prize Rembrandt to buy Bitcoin, but is instead more likely to sell some of their bond portfolio because they believe Bitcoin fulfills the intended purpose of holding bonds. Even if Bitcoin is the best asset out there, it is foolish to expect that everyone will eventually decide to be 100% Bitcoin. No, they won't. And that's what you've got to understand. And when you see this chart in a minute or these figures, they're only talking of small percentage inroads into all of these asset classes. That's what makes me so friggin' bullish on this. If they're out there saying it's going to take 80% of the housing market or property market or real estate, as you call it over in America, you know, if they're going to take 90% of the pensions, you know, maybe that will never, or probably will never, ever, 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 ever happen. But 6% and 10% of something, yeah, I can, I can buy into that. But it is also unrealistic to expect that Bitcoin will remain 0.05% allocation of the world's balance sheet. By assessing each store of value asset bucket, it's possible to estimate what percentage of value stored in each will be re reallocated to Bitcoin once the world collectively understands Bitcoin's unparalleled properties. This exercise ultimately yields a full potential value valuation for Bitcoin in today's dollar. And here's what I think is reasonable. So he goes on reasonable. to break the the what percentage of the total addressable market Bitcoin captures. So he makes the assumption that Bitcoin will capture 50% of gold. That's a $6 trillion market cap. 5% uh, of cars and other collectibles. That's 0.3 trillion. See, 6% of gold, 5% of cars. Don't you think that's reasonable, people? I do. Trillion, so 300 billion, fine art, 900 billion. Stock market, 15% of that, 17 trillion. Real estate, 15% of that, 50 trillion. Bonds, 30% of that, 90 trillion. Sorry, I've got to stop that and make a correction. Um, I meant to say 50% of gold, not 6% of gold. You know, a lot of top people out there believe it's going to eat goldless lunch and take the whole market cap, but there will always be gold bugs and there will always be people that, you know, will always hang on to their gold for dear life. So 50%, yeah, I get that. And money, 30% of that is 36 trillion and that puts bitcoin at a 200 trillion dollar market cap not even capturing a majority 
of the total address, uh, addressable market of those stores of value. And that puts Bitcoin at a price of $10 million each. Again, if it was just one of these things by itself, Ben, I would think this is pure hopium. But the fact that it's Hal Finney, the fact that it's Adam Back, and then the fact that it's Michael Saylor retweeting it, I think this is something that potentially, you know, is 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 a is a good thought a thought experiment to say the least. So, if you don't think that's bullish, then I don't know what planet you've come from because I do. Um, <clears throat> I'm not somebody that you know, wants to think of crazy figures. But there is an argument there that has been put that just a small percentage of each of those markets, we could see Bitcoin go way past a million dollars. You know, a lot of price predictions are a million dollars by the end of this decade. Maybe it's two decades from now. Does it really matter? My point running this channel is if you buy into this could happen then at 23295 bitcoin is on a fire sale bitcoin is as cheap as you are ever going to see it so buy some sats and don't be waiting michael weber hello good to see you beware and focus good to see you in the house um i don't want to miss anybody else it's good to see you all here yeah bitcoin boomer i am a boomer not all boomers are takers and have no brain power i've got brain power and i'm a giver okay we're going to go back over to the desktop because what i want to show you is this whoops wrong one there you go try that one this is the bitcoin yearly chart since inception and what i want you to look at and you you know future price you know you should never look at what happened in the past to think what might happen in the future but you know in this first sector you've got five green candles bitcoin there was no price discovery really but it went up then we got a red yearly candle then we got three green yearly candles then a red candle then three yearly green candles. We've just had a red candle. Is there a potential for three more yearly green candles? And if so, where the heck might that take the Bitcoin price? I'm just trying to help anyone that's feeling jittery, bored, wondering if Bitcoin is going to break out of this sideways uh, motion. Please, please, please remember, people, that Bitcoin has never existed in a macro backdrop like we've got right now with everything that's going on around the world that started with COVID and, you know, the war in Ukraine going on now. There's tensions, China, Taiwan, and there's something going on in Iran. I don't fully understand it all, but I listen to enough podcasters where I pick things up and I learn. There's so much going on right now. They've had to print all this money. They're not really getting inflation under control. Some are saying it's going to rage out of control again. Uh, again, no crystal ball, no predictions here. It's just what I'm hearing. So, you know, Bitcoin is proving its metal through tough times like we're going through right now. And at some point, it's going to de decouple. It's going to go onwards and upwards and everybody's face is going to be ripped off and they're going to be thinking, why did I not get off of zero? Please, please, please do your research so that you can draw your own conclusions. And if you do the right research, your con con conclusion will be, I must get some of your this stuff.
End of. Okay. My quote of the day, I love them, from George Bernard Shaw. He said, life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. You know, the best way to predict the future is to create the future. Be part of this movement that is moving in leaps and bounds to create a better future for our families. One last thing. I need to say this and I keep forgetting. If you see a response in one of my comments from WhatsApp saying WhatsApp me, it is not me. I don't use WhatsApp. WhatsApp leaks all your data. I would never use WhatsApp. They are scammers. I'm just saying be aware of it. I will never ask you to connect with me. I will never ask you to message me through WhatsApp. Just be aware of that. Alexander, we've just about pulled the show to a close. So top tip, drag that red button back to the beginning, put it on 1.5, 1.75x and watch it from the beginning because I think this was a good one. But thank you for joining us anyway, Alexander. Much appreciated. Um, maybe Oh, Revolut is awesome. Oh, perhaps you were in, but you weren't commenting. If you were, my apologies. But people, that is it for now. Uh, I'm out of here. Uh, just leaves me to wish you all a happy uh, morning, afternoon, evening. Have a great weekend, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going. Be safe. I'll be back on Monday, 6 p.m. London, 1 p.m. Eastern time with another regular live show. Please tweet this. Please share the link out. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you for listening, but do share me where you listen. But for now, I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin master, strong Bitcoin hand, not your keys, not your coins. Have a great weekend. I'm going to leave you with my social media links. I'll be back on Monday.